2: Well, bundle up. You heard Holly. We are heading directly into the polar vortex. It's going to be a good time for about a week here to sit around and listen to the radio. Listen to podcasts of of old Lori and Julia shows. Listen to their book club. You know, all those book interviews are organized into one Little Locker. folder, right? The it's lo- magical. I don't yeah. know who we have to thank,
1: but that's super nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be a
2: good uh, good thing to do because it is going to be cold for about, I don't know, a week now, maybe five, six days. Yeah. I
1: do. You know why
3: I like listening to the radio in my home, either through my earbuds, a yeah. podcast, or I have radios in every room? 'Cause you can move. You know, you like if T V is so stationary. You can't yes. exercise. You can't run around and do laundry. You can't yeah, yeah, yeah. clean. I mean, you can move around and so it's kind of company while you're still moving. Right. And while it's kinda of cold outside, you can still move. Yeah. The That's one, kind of my thing.
1: The one thing that uh, you know, I never do really anymore is iron because I haven't traveled anywhere or gone anywhere. And I, that was my main purpose in ironing was staging and it sounds all so shallow i know it we, did then and it does now it but, hasn't changed but yet that's that's the way i roll and right, but you can start but i'm just saying that i have done very little ironing in the pandemic
3: 100 percent true i see because some I've heard, last weekend, we like to basically
1: do. all wear the same versions and of the shirt. things every day right Rocco, you yeah. might have like a few, we're just Signatures, kind of like. sweaters or
3: something. I wear jeans and a black t-shirt, long uh, sleeve yes. t-shirt. I could use some new ones, but yeah. <laughs> right. And you know. We, you you ventured out, Lori. You didn't wear a bra, though. I can tell that. I wore a ski sweater today. She wore a ski sweater. <laughs> it's nice. cute. Yeah, it's very cute. A sweater, a sweater. We're going to have to be wearing some warm pants in the next few days. It's going to be
1: cold. Yeah. Okay. So, um, something different. That's how exciting it is. Right. Right. <laughs> um, this story. So, uh, people probably keep seeing or hearing headlines that just say this country music star Morgan Wallace Wallen. And you're like, who? Because if you're not. Specifically right. listening to country music, you might not know who he is. And um so, I mean, this story is everywhere. It's kind of, un- I never would have thought that uh, this fallout for him would be as no... Swift? <laughs> swift and also taking a real stand, which doesn't always happen. A lot of times stands are lip service, but yep. there's been some real like repercussions i have some pr advice i wish he'd called I me she would have too Larry. Um, yesterday morning but anyway here's the today show reporting on country star morgan wallen
0: what a turn of events for morgan wallen just 48 hours ago he was booking concerts breaking streaming records all behind that number one album but today music insiders say his career couldn't be in bigger jeopardy
3: i'm gonna need some whiskey
0: of the country songs Morgan Wallen's turned into mainstream hits. Ooh, I... But this morning, the 27 year old is taking hits and under fire after being caught on video using a racial slur. Hey, say, hey, Gracie, take care. <laughs> the video obtained by TMZ shows Wallen coming home after a night out in Nashville. He tells someone in his group to watch over one of the others. Before calling them a series of hateful expletives, hey, take, hey, Grace, take care of this the backlash severe. Wallen's own record label suspending him indefinitely. The Academy of Country Music Award says the star is no longer eligible, and iHeartRadio announced they'll no longer play Wallen's music.
1: That's huge. I, yeah, this I, is huge. Is there any more to that? Okay, just keep
0: playing it. Fellow artists also speaking out. One of the country's newest stars, Mickey Guyton, tweeting. The hate runs deep, Jason Isbell calling Wallen's behavior disgusting and horrifying. It shows that the label understands the gravity of these social issues. In a statement, Wallen said, I'm embarrassed and sorry. I used an unacceptable and inappropriate racial slur that I wish I could take back. I want to sincerely apologize for using the word. I promise to do better. Wallen's behavior has come under fire before. National police arrested him for drunk and disorderly conduct last year. The charges were later dropped. And this morning, the fallout from that video, which was shot over the weekend, continues. We've learned that streaming service Pandora, uh, along with Sirius XM, will no longer be playing Wallen's music. And Cumulus Media sent an edict to its 400 stations to make sure Wallen's music doesn't make air.
1: So, and then of course, people are buying his records because they think that he's the cancel culture is coming Mm. after him. But here's the thing that Morgan Wallen doesn't get, and he didn't have a crisis PR person, which he needed. Which I mean, I'm sure somebody worked with him Mm -hmm. on this, but because of he's had the DUI, we saw how he got busted from SNL because he broke COVID. Big and time. big time, he was partying at a bar without yep. a mask when he was like in three days going to be on SNL. And mm-hmm. he was supposed to be in quarantine for and
3: exposing all these 10 days. Right. And
1: blah, blah, blah. So they had to cancel him and they did. He came back two months later, did a funny skit. But he's been getting passes. And what I would have told him, I would have asked him. It seems like this is a word that you use on the regular that you regularly use the n-word and it's part of your conversation like and I would give him example of this word I use but it, that isn't racist. Right. And he probably say, "Well, you know, yeah, cuz I would have said, "You would be better off apologizing and saying I have been a racist idiot." At and I have used this word with my buddies. On the regular, since I was in eighth grade, I also realized that I have a big problem with drinking, Mm -hmm. and I am going to go to rehab, and I promise I will never say the N-word again. I'm wrong, and I need help. But I mean, like, he, he... he only apologized kind of. It was like he, like, um, he
3: acted like it was I'm embarrassed and sorry. Yeah. I used he an unacceptable, got, inappropriate yeah. racial swear that it I wish like I could take th- back. It
1: was like two in the morning. They're wasted. The and neighbors were pissed at them because they're making so much noise. noise. And the thing is that people um, that are okay with using racist words, you know, and as far as I'm concerned, it, it, you know, black people, are they can use that word however they want as it makes them comfortable. Absolutely. But, like, we've known for a long, long, long time. My whole life. My whole life, too, since I was a kid. That 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 is is not not an acceptable word. You don't say the N-word ever. My whole life. So, yes, I get it. He's from the South. I guess it's been more acceptable. But he should have said that. I'm 28 years old. I've been using this word since I was 14. I remember I had to have this conversation with my nephews who might be Rocco. I'm going to say they're kids that grew up... um, Like, maybe, I can't, they're like all 22 now, but having to have words about them, they learned like in, they heard in like third or fourth grade, the F word, the slur for gay Mm. and having to Mm -hmm. tell those boys, listen, your uncle and this person, we, that is not a word that we use. It is an, you're using it as a negative thing, like you're derogatory derogatory, and they They were like, oh, but someone had to call him out. So I would have advised him to have been really more uh, from the heart and just own it right away because it's so, it's so the tolerance now, I'm glad to see that there's, um, and I'm sure he's going to come back and he can't, you know, all this and that, but I just would have, to me, he just showed even more his true colors that he doesn't really see what he did. Okay, so it makes yeah. me think he is a racist a hole, is what it kind of makes me think. I well, it in it seems the like bro, n-
2: people in Nashville are not really defending him. They're basically saying no. yeah, It was no. only a matter of time before it was only a matter, uh, matter of time because he's
1: out. got he drinks and parties he does. a lot, and he might be one of these people who uh, and maybe he's been drinking and partying, you know, since high school or junior high, and they get foul mouthed and terrible. It's terrible, you know?
3: I don't know anybody who uses that language. I mean, but Julia, up, you know. But I mean, it, it's out
1: there, of course. But I just because there are places where people yeah. it's acceptable to use it, yeah. and people don't think anything. And you're in your group, and I think it's pretty amazing. Own, so. And I
3: both the record labels. I mean, people are Radio making stations. a job of money off of him, yeah, and to stop it is talks about the intolerance, Larry. Like you're, yeah, just saying
1: enough is enough, yeah. and you have to have people in power, yeah. and you have to have people. White people, you know, that say no, and Maren Morris, you know, she's, I have been loving her, you know, for a long time, but remember, she called out the CMAs for Charlie C- Pride. Yep. You know, why the hell did we have that thing with nobody wearing masks? Remember that? That was a yep. super spreader event. Jeez Louise. Right. Anyway, CMAs. <laughs> took I mean, like, yeah. he still needs my PR help. So Morgan... Call Lori. DM me. Yeah,
3: do it. Uh, and and yeah, Lori, it won't Julia. cost you $25,000 to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, we'll be right back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
2: now, Julia's random thoughts.
3: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Hey, gang. Um, all right, so today, if you're wondering what to celebrate at home, um, thank your mailman day. Or male person, I'm going to say. Rosa Parks Day, Homemade Soup Day, and Hemp Day. Not to be confused with 420, though. It's just
1: hemp. Hemp, just Just, as as in my natural cotton hemp underwear. Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) it. You have hemp underwear? (laughs) She does. I don't know if I do or not. Maybe I'm I'm getting it confused with the sponge. (laughs) <laughs>
3: okay, oh, for crying out loud! No, that's an old story, Rachel. It's for another day. But I will say, I, people wear the smart snortworthy smart wool underwear, you know, and yeah. socks and socks. Because I've worn, I wear the wool socks. I get that, but the underwear I've never tried. Wool I don't know why I want the good. wool underwear.
1: No, it isn't that it's wool. It's like it's that the kind like that you would. Take on a, a safari, safari or a long yes. trip where you could kayaking. It, you can wash it and it dries in like right four away. hours. Yes, okay. It's not that's made it. out of wool. That's that it. would take days. I know it. That would be very <laughs> and give you, to you diaper rash.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, this is, I think, a sign of things to come. But the first U.S. cruise lines announced a COVID nineteen vaccination requirement. Before setting sail, so American Queen Steamboat Company, and I think they work on the Mississippi, mm-hmm. and Victory Cruise Lines are the first to mandate coronavirus vaccine. For that's passengers. because their clientele is seventy five plus, exactly, yeah. Lori. Yeah, exactly. So. so they're just saying yeah. you have to show, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to see more of that in the travel industry. Absolutely, but they're the first ones. To come out of it. Very
1: smart. Very That's smart. smart. Marketing on their part. Plus their customers are, are that age yes. and then they can all feel assured. That's the hottest, one of the hottest new travel trips. Just know if you're under 75 that you're on the younger side. But if you're looking to meet somebody older, you're in the right place. Um, But the- it's like to take that river Cruise to go from Mississippi up to Minnesota or I through, think mi- through when you Michigan.
3: Think, when you think of where beautiful homes are built, it's always, it's always in the water. Mm-hmm. So I would love, I always like... The Great Lakes, lakes. So
1: do the Great Lakes, Yeah, and you can do the Mississippi. Because the Great Lake
3: Cruise Line is coming out like next year, I think. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be lovely. Okay, so Lori found this thing where Odd things that were invented in Minnesota. I'm okay. not going to give you all of them. And I just want you to know that our nipple enhancers were not on the oh, list, come on. Yeah, very which we didn't understand. Yeah. But black box recorders that airlines use, those, okay. were, those yeah. were invented by um, General Mills. What? Get out. Yep. They w- invented the black box recorder in 1953.
2: For what reason? Are you sure you're not it, thinking it you the say, box? No. No. Okay.
3: I Whoa. love you, Rocco. <laughs> okay. It doesn't say the reason. Okay. Just, I just got the headlines. That's wild. Uh-huh. Must have been for some reason. Okay, here's one. on um, Paper grocery bags with handles. Okay. Don't even tell me that was Red invented owl. here. It was, in Min- it was invented here in 1912 by Minnesotan Walter Dubuner to make it easy for his customers to carry their groceries home. And I will say... I quit going to a grocery store by my house because they don't have handles because they don't have the handles anymore it's terrible it's terrible uh, if you need the two cents more or whatever it, costs. It, it, and it's an expensive grocery store I quit going yeah and it just bugs me that that they would want- bug me
1: we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth
3: Buy bags with handles. Yeah. I, you no, know. No, no. A little drugstore package, I'm fine with the paper sack. Same. Same. But no, it's it's just ridiculous. Did it's, you give
2: them a piece of your mind?
3: Well, well it's not anyone it's there. It's not anyone there because I'm working, like, you still gonna... don't have handles. And I'm yeah. like, well, I'm not coming back here because I pay extra to shop here and I'm not going to do it. It's yeah. so dumb, but it matters to me. Yeah. But who Because knew? then I use those for recycling and then you use them for other things. And who wants yes. a bag without handles? That's so... Nineteen
2: twelve. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay. <It's> so pre nineteen twelve.
3: Okay, satellite TV broadcasting. A favor. Oh,
2: isn't that our guy? Yes, Upstairs? For
3: many NFL fans can thank the NFL Red Zone Channel and all of our satellite, due in part to Minnesota media mogul Stanley Hubbard. Hubbard in nineteen eighty one launched his own satellite, US satellite broadcasting, which later became Direct T V. Yeah.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm. I have every now and then I brag on that when I, I talk yeah, take where I work. It's pretty. Amazing. I do.
3: Too. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Cortisone. Um, in 1948, cortisone for was the
2: itchies. Yep,
3: Mayo Clinic for an anti-inflammatory drug.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, that makes sense. The Mayo would yes. discover that.
3: Um. The Milky Way candy bar. The man behind the Milky Way candy bar. Behind,
2: Milky. <laughs> Milky Way. Milky Way.
3: Frank Mars. From Mars Candy. He was was from from here? Hancock, Minnesota. He invented the world's first filled candy bar in nineteen twenty three. He called it the Milky Way. He later called it. Just be quiet. He later (laughs) moved it to Chicago. My neighbor I went over there the other night um, to get a glass of wine. (laughs) To get a glass of wine and rob her candy dish. Yeah, because she can have chocolate candies. out and I'm like, how do you do this? And she's like, that's not my. That's not me. Yeah, I
1: wear for company. It's for company, right?
3: Because everyone's going over. Right. So I get my glass of wine because she keeps the wine in the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and then I go and take some of the chocolate. And it was a Milky Way,
1: but a bite size. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good. I know. They really are good. They're oh. like the perfect because you get a little caramel, a little nut, the chalk. Oh. It is a perfect little, I like that, and a Butterfinger Mini. And a Kit Kat midi? No, I don't like Kit Kat. I like a Kit Kat midi. I hate that stupid crunchy crap that's in a Kit Kat. I like to deconstruct it. Oh god, that means licking your fingers. No, it and doesn't. Taking it a means long cutting it with
3: your teeth and taking the top off, the bottom off. And the All other side. I know
1: is I've seen your fingertip. I knew it. Uh, Microwave cheese. popcorn. <laughs> Microwave popcorn was in Minnesota. <laughs> what? Uh huh. That's a Minnesota mention. All right, Nineteen eighty-four. We're actually learning things today.
2: Yay! Holly, how do you pronounce the word "mi"? Okay. <laughs> Milk. Okay, just wondering. But Same Julia is totally right on how to eat a Kit Kat. You have to start with
1: the nubbin on yeah. the end. And you do, yeah. and then yeah. you deconstruct it. That's right. That's if you like them. Because if you <laughs> oh, don't like them, okay. you just want to bite it into and get it over with. I wish you were. <gasps> what do you do with a Kit Kat? Part? A Butterfinger, right? Yeah. There you go. I mean, like it wasn't a planned thing, but that's Christina Aguilera uh, singing. Yes. And it is she. Uh, It is when you put together a list of the worst Super Bowl halftime performances the year 2000 when it was Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias and Tony Braxton. And it was a Disney produced show called... Tapestry of Nations, which felt like one long, boring commercial. I don't remember even
2: watching that one.
1: That's why it was so bad, Julia, because I don't remember
2: that either. It was
1: a plug for the Walt Disney World Millennium Celebration that was taking place at Walt Disney World at the time. I mean, when Phil Collins sings his Tarzan song instead of In the Air Tonight or even Susu Studio, he didn't sing either of those songs. People were massively disappointed. Well,
3: yeah, because that's what we would expect.
2: I, I was disappointed last weekend when you guys didn't want to sing Sue Studio for Phil Collins' birthday.
1: It, because we know <laughs> that that I, would have really been painful for of people. You know, songs, it's funny,
2: but you pick, you pick songs that you're like, oh, that's too hard. Let's do Little Richard. And I'm like, what? You know, like, And then we did that's it. That's super high. And then we did it, Rocco. No, know. Now, I know. That's what I'm saying. You have... But you're you should nimble. Have more faith.
1: Your voice is nimble. Okay. You can sing anything. Yeah, we know. We but don't, anyway, it, that's considered one of the worst because, of course, this is the time of the year when... We're
3: going to compare all shows. the halftime
1: shows. Again, every year, every year since this year, this is, by critics, far and wide, different genres, sports, music, yep. Hollywood, are they like? since 2007... The greatest halftime show of all the halftime shows is Prince. Yeah. Oh. It's hands down, there's not. It was amazing. Don't even disagree with yeah. that because the fact that it poured during purple rain it was, cool. was like he had summoned it himself, mm-hmm. like he'd commanded the weather. And then. He gave us covers. We got All Along the Watchtower. We got Proud Mary, Foo Fighters, Best of You. Then he was absolutely just killing it with his hits. It was amazing. And so since 2007, he holds. That's the number one. None of us are going to Uh, argue,
2: right? No. It's like Whitney wins the uh, Star Spangled -spangled Banner, banner, Prince wins the halftime show.
1: Now, this list that I'm looking at from our guy at the New York Post that does some uh, opinion stuff, Johnny, Mm -hmm. whatever, Alinsky, he says Michael Jackson. If you remember, you can go back and look at it. The year is 1993, and he's considered to have changed the game for halftime shows because... He was the first one to really make a spectacle. It was an extravaganza. It was at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. And from the moment he took the stage, he held a mannequin pose for ninety seconds. Then he did Billy Jean, Black or White, We're the World, and he heal heal the world. Yep. And it just it was kind of the first time that we'd had all the spectacle extravaganza. And got, we had
2: the one the year before here with Gloria Estefan and a bunch of skaters. No, that's on
1: the worst.
2: It is. A lot of people didn't really care for that.
1: That's one. on the worst list. Um, I like the Beyonce Bruno Beyonce Mars. Beyonce is number like they. With that's Bruno up Mars. there in twenty thirteen. That that halftime show that was extra hot sauce and everything else. She's considered the third best show. And then, in this opinion of this guy, two thousand and four. Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Justin Melly, Timberlake, Kid Rock, and Justin Timberlake, that up until everyone always just thinks of the Nipplegate, but that that was really an was- incredible show. And all of that got lost because you had all yep. this different genres. Because of how it ended. Because of how it ended. And by the way, NFL... Miss Jackson is waiting for uh, that redemption
2: invite. You guys owe her. And I thought for sure it was going to happen the year it was held yes, year, here. Because and to. Lewis were here. That had been
1: the thing. Yeah. But they, the NFL were still stuck up, a, you know, holes <laughs> back then. They weren't thinking right. And then uh, last year's uh, J-Lo and Shakira for its Pow Sizzle that was fun. I also like... I thought Lady Gaga was good. But nothing really yeah. memorable. All right. You well, know? she came down in that... I liked Madonna because it was so memorable. It was the way she came in with the queen, The you know. Yes. I mean, she kind of had that. But um, yeah, going back to the worst, the Black Eyed Peas, Usher and Slash in 2011, people absolutely hated that, that they could even be asked, but they just... No one... Had the feeling for them. And then, yes, 92, Rocco, Gloria Estefan, Brian Botano, Dorothy Hamill, and the U.S. hockey team, and Marilyn Carlson Nelson, I believe, arranged that mm-hmm. um thing. And what? that's considered just a terrible believe, like, show. I can't believe we're
3: not talking about up, up with people. Yeah, I was
2: going to see if I could find that.
3: I mean... Well, we weren't going yeah. all the way. We I'm were watching going the Michael recent. Jackson
2: one. Yeah, amazing, oh. right? Yep.
1: Then it was a spectacle. It was, and it was the first time. But this is considered one of the weakest. And it was so weak that people turned in droves to an episode of In Living You mean Color. the one
3: when they were here? Yeah. Oh, God.
1: In 92. We can't handle anything else bad. And then Maroon 5 in 2019. Oh, we were was, bitter. We yeah. were bitter. That was so bad, you guys. Although yeah. I go back
3: and I listen to the very first album, uh, something about Jane. It was so
1: desperate. He tore off his it shirt bad, and yeah. nobody cared. Mm-hmm. And he kind of did the rock star slide and all you could think of was God, dude. You know, I mean... 15 well, years he, after Janet Jackson thing. And then he slides nipples forward he towards wasn't, the camp. He's not. But he did do that. It was, that's know. how desperate it was. It was just like. so. When did Bruce Springsteen it. perform? Oh, that's. We're going like early, maybe 2000. Okay. Yeah. But if that was, you know, the, we're talking best worst. Yeah. I agree with this
3: list. I kind of do, too.
2: Rocco, what do you think? I I mean, it, it's just as long as Prince is on top. You know, I don't know if you guys have ta- I mean, you and I have been out to Paisley Park for their celebration, but I remember when the one time I paid for the tour. uh, You know, you do the whole tour and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. You see the studios and the cars and all that. And then you end where there's a big screen showing the Super Bowl show. Yes. And I remember... For me, it was just an emotional finish. Yeah, you know, because you you just saw the the everything and the rooms and the memorabilia, and then you finish with just that unbelievable performance, and they show it on this big screen, and it's just perfect. You know, four K picture, and you're just like, oh, wow. Yeah. It was, and
1: even even I liked his kind of a you know radical bleep off to the NFL and everything by having that draping over the guitar and the silhouette yes. so it looked like just a gigantic musical heart on it <laughs> and you know i like i was just like oh prince we we see you, you know, I mean, that is like, you know, he thought of that, you know, because oh, like the sure. NFL wouldn't have got that. They wouldn't have.
3: No, they wouldn't have registered. it not so cool.
2: And there's a video online where, the, you know, where they interview the backup dancers and all that. And those girls in their, you know, six inch heels were so afraid of falling down. Right. They just assumed they were gonna. They're like, there's no way this we can survive this stage in these heels and with this yeah. rain. And it 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 worked. It, the, the, Everything works. I
3: need to go back and watch that. You know what? I think that would be such a cool special if they, you know, because we're doing the puppy bowl. I would like a halftime bowl. It'd be fun to see all these halftime performances. I think that would bring great eyeballs, you know, if we could see them all. Because you can't watch. You can only watch Little Parts. Of them, like the Michael Jackson, all you can see is the beginning. I mean, that would be some great footage. I'm just
1: giving some program directors an uh, idea. Uh, I'd totally I totally mean, watch that. See you could, YouTube, if they wanted to make right. a documentary about it or something like that, they could. That could be, be great. something because it's just you know not there's no room for for during the game.
3: Sure, because they're the biggest spectacle. No, there's no room yeah. during the game, but yeah. I think with weekend doing it in the stands. Um.
1: It's not going to be Prince Evo, but I'm excited for him. I'm excited for, excited for him because yeah. I like his music. And he's got a lot of hits that he we does. know. And, if- and he can just do snippets of all of his songs. Yeah. And he literally has like 12 songs that we people know. Exactly. There's so, enough
3: material out there. And you know, the one year that I didn't think I was going to like it, I liked it, was when Coldplay did it. I kind of liked it. I was excited for them. Because I like Chris Martin. he brought Martin. Bruno Mars. Yeah,
1: he, That's why. Beyonce brought... He did, too. Yes, he did. And he brought Beyonce. Yes, he did. But I thought... That's what saved it, too. Was, but it was just He was so of, happy. Yeah, I know.
3: I kind of like Chris Martin. I've fallen again, for him. But again, Julia, it yeah.
1: doesn't fall into like the really memorable. Sure. We remember it because he brought in Beyonce and Bruno Mars. I love Bruno Mars. Yeah.
3: That was our last concert, Rocco. Really? Oh, that he, was... Lori He's, and I a were He's a sparkler. He's a human
2: sparkler. Was that here in Vegas? No, it was Vegas. Vegas the yeah.
3: opening night of his Vegas show last March, the first weekend in March before yeah. everything shut down, we were in the fifth row center seats.
1: Mm-hmm. He was giddy about was, this, the gig, you know, because his, they were going to stay yep, in place
3: for like a year. Were, and, what do you call it when you're the home team, when you're the home show?
1: Oh, residency. Yes, it was the first a, the night of his residency. residency.
3: And it was so good.
1: Yeah. And we and were this so the old close. Car- and they've redone that theater. Oh. It's also where Cher had a residency. Oh, it was, it was so really kind fun. of it's smaller, way smaller than Caesar's. Right. And it was so intimate. And we were so close. We were so close. And he was so happy. And I swear he was winking at us, Rocco. I mean, <laughs> he probably was. You know, especially when I had Julia. Julia in my lap and I was like going, Bruno, over She's, here, lifting so up. Her. You know? She's so bad. Yeah. Oh gosh. I would. You would like to do that though. Sometimes. Oh, he's like,
3: he is he's a snack. But the way he moves. He, well, his, he's a combo of Elvis and Michael Jackson yeah, and Prince.
1: Because we have seen him at yeah. the Excel, but like seeing him at the park. That was going to be a sold out show because there wouldn't be any kind of. It gets all the girls' trips, guys' trips, moms and daughters, just the. He fills all the X's and O's. For so many kinds of people. And that's what you want with uh, your residency shows, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's why, um, like, Cher always did so well. And. Anyone, you know, even Diana Ross, when she plays, she plays Vegas like seven times a year, but she can always sell out. I'm ready for
2: Vegas. Wherever she's playing because it's Miss Ross.
3: Oh, I'm ready for
1: Vegas. Thank you very
2: much. Rocco, are you a Vegas fan? You know, I am, and my wife isn't, so we argue about it. But Uh. we've gone out there just like for specific shows, like let's go just see Bob Dylan this weekend. Let's go see. That's how you gotta get her out there. And she always has a great time and we eat great food and sit by the pool and then she complains later that she hates Vegas. (laughs) All
1: right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We have fun. Yes.
1: Right. That's funny. All right. That it can be that. All right, listen, we gotta go. When we come back, we're gonna Hollywood speak. This boy bander talks about his visit. To a certain center.
0: So, what are you trying to say?
2: Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? What
1: is the meaning of this?
3: (laughs) Okay. We're testing out these cameras on our screens
1: right now, Rocco, and Lori just looks at me. I'm so discombobulated because there are no men behind you. Wait, the I math? have looked at you with all these beautiful men peering over And now over it's your, just me. It's just, it's, it looks like... Um, what you look like. Yeah, it's just great. in front of diarrhea brown gray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julia, I really have had, my my eyes have been rich. You have had a They've rich been <laughs> They've been giddy. They've been dancing. Looking. And Rocco, I can see you. I don't know if you
3: can see me, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, God, this, is not, yeah. this isn't this pretty. But that's
1: why we, we, we removed our objectifying photos. Yes. I was laughing at some of the people who were, like, scolding us about our man wall, and I just thought, oh, for goodness sakes. Listen, yeah, I mean, a studio is an is an intimate of a place as a as a bedroom. We spend a lot of hours here. You know, we do, we and and, and right. we were here first, so we did claim the decor rights. We we <laughs> and we're the only
3: ones who are still in here because everyone else is doing it from some other yeah, part of the building. But I mean, that's why yeah, we, did. we were
1: the first. We're the OGs. Well, but I mean, we were literally the first. It's we like. Were. It was when, like you our move, bedroom. when you have a rotating apartment with roommates, who's ever the original, they gradually move to the big bedroom. Maybe you started out in the little attic bedroom, but as people moved out, you were able to pay <laughs> a little bit more, and you got through that process, right. you get to the room. We just happened to get here. First. It worked, and so it's just all lucky that we even had it. So right. But it has made me feel um, discombobulated.
2: No manual no, no man, man while... Wow. Just
1: not seeing all these, you know... I mean, Skeet Ulrich, who I had to say goodbye to oh, last night and in Riverdale. Riverdale let's, let's wax. Because he left the show. He looked so snack and a half going off in his biker gear, but he was driving his daughter in, you know, the tri-bike,
3: the sidecar. Oh, no. okay. But he
1: made it look hot because he had the, all he the right gear on. Okay, so
3: when we met him, he was in Jericho, Rocco, the TV okay. show, and someone from CBS... Um, I, I know you heard, Kate, if you're listening, brings him in studio, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to die.
1: He's, was. We this was like,
3: when the low-rise, je- low-rise jeans
1: were in. I, Roy, I just looked at him and I said, I'm so Lori, sorry. did he pick we're me not, up? Or what? Wa- we wanted him no, to. No, he but did you, something to me. He did pick you up. He did. He picked me and up. And then we had to regret to tell him that uh, you I were married, married.
3: And he was single. Oh.
1: But yeah, oh, so, you, you, so you should watch Riverdale last night's episode, <laughs> Beautiful, this is episode three, so you can say goodbye to Skeet Ulrich in Riverdale. That's my recommendation. Okay, let's get to AJ McLean, who From is Backstreet on Boys. With Leah Remini on her podcast. What comes up? Scientology. And she just says, did you ever go there? Because the reputation is... Okay, when you go to Hollywood, you'll be warned about Alan DeGeneres, and you'll also probably end up getting an invitation to the 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 Celebrity Center. Oh, yes. Right on Franklin. Rocco, you think, Oh, this is really cool. It's in it's this... It's really beautiful, beautiful in this old it's castle, like This big All amazing right. thing. It's right across the street from the comedy
3: store, a great French restaurant.
1: Yeah. What could it hurt? Maybe you might meet somebody there, but it's recruitment central for especially bin, bin, bin. Vulnerable, vulnerable people, people who wanna be famous and might be writers, musicians, dancers, whatever. Anyway, so she asked him, Did you ever go there? And he mm-hmm. said, Well, as a matter of fact, I did, because I lived close by, and a friend and I were just like, oh, we should go in there. No, you should go in there. No, we got to go in there together. So they right. basically double-dog dared each other, right. went in. No one knew he would, maybe, or if they did, but anyway, they put him in a room. I mean, this just sounds like a nightmare. Like, I would never do this. Shut the door and turn on a, a film. Or, or, you know, or press play. And this you're gonna watch a fifteen minute film. On Dianetics. On, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's like a timeshare. I won't even watch fifteen minutes of a timeshare. <laughs> no, and even okay? though they throw so much
3: at you, I and won't even like watch won't fifteen even minutes nope. of a
1: timeshare because I don't I'll I'm, end up spending same. I'll end up buying a hundred thousand Who knows same. what'll happen. They're mm-hmm. so good. Yep. He told her that's what it felt like. They couldn't get out and they played the the movie like four times and he said, I just felt like they were trying to brainwash me like is there well is there anyone here who's vulnerable is really what they're it's, looking for and i remember walking Think of it as gold sifting for gold panning for gold yeah. they're looking through humans and they're looking for people who might just have something going on something in their going life on that, that might they be can, off where they, they, they can don't take have advantage yep, with their bs explanations that cost you money it sounds okay?
2: like a pimp with something a pimp would do
1: yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind, kind of. of like that, because then you're pimping for, you're working hoeing yourself out all the time <laughs> for Scientology for answers. So, yeah. So, yeah. A.J. McLean... I'm glad you shared that odd encounter because that is how it starts. That is one of the things that happens. I remember when we had a
3: place, you know, downtown on Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis, and I remember like in a time in my life, a little vulnerable, a little. You thought up. about going in there? No, just but, but yeah. they, they get you. Yes. They get you every time you walk by, and right. you're like, oh gosh, it's like Are someone looking for answers. It's like you know? the person who got you with the gold makeup.
1: Oh gosh! Do you hear our? I can. Yeah, we're having we're technical having difficulties. Echoes in
3: here for a second. Yeah, oh, so I didn't hear anything. Oh, it was just in our studio then. Okay. But Lori, remember? Because yeah. you were, they caught you when your face was not hydrated and you might have drank too much the night
1: before. Remember you oh, bought the, um, the 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 cosmetics in <laughs> Las Vegas? Oh my you God! Were, they had face. skin was vulnerable. Rocco. They had <laughs> trick mirrors and <laughs> fancy lighting. And honestly, I They did have. They did trick. Lighting and everything and like her skin that, and, and her then they didn't tell you you couldn't <laughs> return it. Now, Rocco, you can return oh, a car. Okay. you can return a house. house. You can return a washer and a dryer. You can't tell me you can't. She return, was stuck oh. with so much, makeup. two thousand dollars. Yeah, but then I got it. I ended up paying eight hundred, and I gave people a lot. She of gave skincare. everyone got a gold mask and oh stuff for years. God. I mean, she really. And you remember, you just—they've been sued by the yes, Better Business have. Bureau because they this company practices with trick lighting <laughs> cameras. No, they do, Rocco. Rocco, it was—it was so funny.
3: Lori's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What am I going to do? I okay. can't find a number. And you'd sit here with American
1: Express and kept trying to <laughs>
3: fight it. Why can't American Express? They stand up for everything. Why won't they get me they out of this? They did help
1: me. They did help me. <laughs> it they was did. a battle. Okay. Remember when I told you yesterday about uh, George Clooney, because I read the whole AARP interview, yeah. that he was doing Buck Rogers, and you said, why can't he make a movie? That we care about. Well, guess who he got a cease and desist letter, Smokehouse Productions. From Buck the Rogers. The Buck Rogers Estate. <laughs> I love- I don't even know who Buck Rogers is. I can't remember.
2: He's from the 25th century.
3: Yeah,
1: it's a it's a created by a guy who wrote this sci-fi novella like in 1928. So it's that family of the Got author it. that owns Buck Rogers, and they
3: send him a cease and desist they said, letter. We
1: already have a deal with Paramount Network. We do not have a deal with Legendary Entertainment and Smokehouse. You. Must stop immediately. I love it. So he needs ideas. Let's send him a pitch. Your conduct is a slander (gasps) of title of the rights the Buck Rogers interests own. I'm very surprised, you guys, that George Clooney would not have due diligence done on on this. this. Wow, right? Are you? That's a and good, juicy smack. He needs to call his buddy Brad Pitt over at Plan B Entertainment. No, it's a bad idea. No, but I'm just saying that this is the most basic of producing. It's,
3: yeah, you need to find out the if- rights. Even <laughs> I know that, and I don't have any
1: money to produce a movie, and Rocco knows that, and people listening know that. All right, and we know we got to go. So we'll, we'll be right, right
3: back. back.